What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you today? Good morning. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a little groggy. Today's, you know, a bit slow, but uh, uh-huh. doing uh-huh. good otherwise. Where shall we start this morning? But You want to start with Elizabeth Warren, our, our Native American possible vice presidential candidate? Yeah, Pocahontas, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, right. Pocahontas. She, uh, she says that she wants to possibly be a VP candidate. There's no way that she could win that, right? Like, there's no way she could get on board with that. The Democrat Party is pretty adamant at this point about taking a woman of color, right? So she doesn't, or or is is it because she is a Native American, she does qualify? Does that, does that work in this case? I mean, I I think that ship has kind of sailed the whole, (laughs) she's Native American. People have uh, seen the real numbers on that and and know how much of a Native American she really is. Point, what was it? 0.024 or something crazy. It's like, it was like one sixty fourth of 1% or something. It was like that low. Yeah. Yeah. It was really low. So I, I don't think she can play that card, but I don't. Has Biden come out and specifically said he's going to his VP pick would be um, a woman of color? I know he said it would be he would pick a woman, but not. I don't know about the of color. Well, he did say in the initial stages that they tried to kind of bait him into that. And he said that he wasn't going to make a decision about that at the current time, which means they haven't picked somebody for him. That's what it means. Right. Rest assured, whoever is in the VP slot and if he wins, which there's no way, like the guy had a planned route before all the COVID stuff, before all that shut down and everything. The guy had a planned rally at a Florida high school or something and no one showed up. So, I mean. Like and that was in Florida. So like the mere thought that this guy could win is not even a it's not even a question. But rest assured, whoever that person's going to be, if he were to win, then you know that she's gonna be running the country within the first six months. So it's gonna be that. Well, if Biden wins, he's not gonna be running the presidency at all ever. It's gonna be someone else telling him what to do, you know, uh, from behind the scenes. And honestly, Though he'll he'll more or less be running the country, quote unquote, for at least two years, I think. I think they'll go the two year route and then run the vice whoever the vice president is. They'll run them the next uh, the next term. And then because if as long as they uh, he's president for two term or two years, then the vice president could take over after that and still run for two, two more terms. So that that might be the route they try to take. Honestly, the, the thing is, is. When, when you look at the actual numbers and statistics, right, uh, the, the recent polling that we've seen on this, he doesn't really have much of an enthusiastic base um, compared to Trump. And not only that, but they skew the numbers heavily to the left. And all they could get was 14 points ahead of Trump when it's heavily skewed, like 70 percent of the people are left and they could only get 14 percent. Huh. Wow. That's well, um even Politico. It's not great. No, it's not great at all. Politico, right? Politico came out. Now, you know how left-wing Politico is, right? They came out and they said that they predict that Trump's going to win in a landslide, even worse than the first yeah. time. 
So yeah. <laughs> even Michael Moore said that. Now, does that I'm just curious, does that mean if if he wins, does that mean Michael Moore is actually going to leave the country this time? Like he said he was going to do the last time? Right. I doubt it. I mean, all those air, all but. those sanctimonious frauds called celebrities, all those people say, oh, if he wins, we're leaving the country. You're still there. What are you doing there? Yep. No one's stopping you. Well, leave. Hollywood hasn't moved to New Zealand yet, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, anyway, Elizabeth Warren is talking about uh, throwing her hat in there, although representatives for both Biden and Warren declined to uh, to comment. Did you see Joe got a he got an eye lift? It was like over the last weekend. Did you see that? No, I, I haven't. I haven't. Oh, yeah. Seen much on the election. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he looks about 15 years younger. You know something? The thing about the uh, thing about this cosmetic surgery, which you can tell he's had cosmetic surgery. If you look at where he yeah. was like six, uh, six years ago, five, six years ago, and then look at him now, different guy. Different looking guy. Mm. He looks. I mean, you can tell that he he had the surgery done. You can have all the cosmetic surgery in the world. That doesn't fix a neurological problem. I mean, like I said, I'm not going to I'm not going to bash the guy because what I see is really sad. I've seen people in in real life. I've seen people suffering from Alzheimer's. That's an awful thing. That's an awful thing to see. And for this guy to try to string together words to form a coherent sentence or a statement, it's really sad to see. It's really sad to see. Uh, and so I, I'm, I'm kind of wavering. What do you mean? I'm I'm kind of wavering on this. This. So I agree. I don't want to bash the guy because he does have these. But at the same time, he's putting himself out there in the public when he knows he has those problems. I mean, he's painting a target on himself and saying, hit me. So I'm kind of like, do we not? Do we? Uh, I'm torn. Well, because I don't think that he's doing ugh. it voluntarily. I, I don't think Biden's doing it voluntarily. I think he's being made to do it because he is in to protect the network, right? That's his purpose. Yeah. You can't run Hillary. Protect his kids and family. Yeah. Yeah. You you can't run Hillary, right? She's she's a disgrace. You can't run her. The people people that are – the mobs are out there in the streets. They don't like her, so they can't run her. Obama can't run, though he can still be a VP. Michelle Obama. Michelle. That – yes, she could, but why would – yeah, why? Why? You're making mm. hundreds of millions of dollars in Netflix and book deals and all that stuff. Why, why would right. you, like why? Why would you do that? You can just kick back and not do anything. Yeah, exactly. You can you can take all the frills you want, lady. Just you know, it's like what? Why would why would she do that? So that's not going to work. I mean, <laughs> Elizabeth Warren. She's not as much as as you know. She's a radical, but as much as she is, I mean, like she she doesn't have the support. She's too much of a radical, and she's not in nearest I can tell. Now, I'm not saying that she's not involved in in some dirty dealings. I don't know. I I, I really don't know. I've not seen anything to that. Uh, although I wouldn't doubt it, but I mean, I'd have to before I can say anything one way or the other. But as far as like the whole Russia Ukraine uh, deep st- all that collusion and everything, the the gas deal and the uh, the oligarchs and all that stuff. She's not involved in that network anywhere, I don't believe. So she's got nothing there that she can offer to the team, in quote, that will offer protection. So she can't run. She she won't make it. So it has to be Joe, right? I mean, that's what it that's what it seems like. But I, I, I don't know who, you know, honestly, what it boils down to is, does Biden like the smell of her hair? I mean, I think that's what the defining factor will oh, be. Oh, for God's sake. That's, 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 so, that's just so creepy, man. It's ridiculous. This is why you get hashtags that trend to say like creepy Joe and, you know, just yeah. weirdo. Anyway, but yeah, she uh, she apparently uh, she's not gone yet. She's still there. Swiss authorities are searching for the person who left one hundred and ninety one thousand dollars worth of gold on a train. Gee, Bruce, 
Have you ever just, you know, accidentally left $200,000 worth of gold bullion on a train? You know, I, I mean, I, I do that all the time. Man. You know, I just, uh, yeah, I just misplaced yeah. it. Unbelievable. Just, yeah. Unbelievable. Swiss police are looking for a forgetful individual who left something rather important on a train. A package of gold bars worth more than $190,000. The parcel containing the gold bars was found in a carriage of a Swiss Federal Railways train traveling from the northeastern Swiss town of St. Gallen to Lucerne a city in the center of the country in October last year, authorities said. So they're just now releasing it. Despite extensive investigations, the owner of the high value package had not yet been tracked down. After authorities failed to track down the owner of the precious cargo, the gold bars worth 182,000 Swiss francs, which is about $191,000, were confiscated by the public prosecutor's office. Yeah, that's not going to disappear. Authorities have... No. <laughs> no, no they've, they've got a... Yeah, they, they have a pretty decent... Like, their, their corruption rate in Switzerland is probably the lowest in the world, if not... Yeah, it's it's they're pretty straight shooters down there. Now authorities have decided to publicize their quest to find the bounty's mysterious owner. In a bulletin dated June 2nd, officials said the owner has five years to make a claim for the treasure. A uh, spokesman at the prosecutor's office said that several inquiries have been made about the gold and were being checked. You know, it's it's funny thing, Bruce. I was down in uh, Switzerland last year around October, somewhere along that time, and I, I, was, I was on a train... Oddly enough, I, I'm kicking myself to this day. You know, I left a box of gold bars on that train. I, I just—it's <laughs> amazing. So. How do you prove that it is or isn't yours? Uh, well, if I had to guess, if, receipt, if I had maybe? to guess, well, no. See, here's the thing: if you own physical gold, I own some physical gold, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you that you have to have uh, everything is is serials uh, like everything serial stamped. So serial numbers are stamped on the, the gold itself. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you also have the certificate of authenticity so you can prove it. Now, if this person right. has the certificates of authenticity in a separate place, which you should, then mm-hmm. you can prove it like the numbers will match the bullion based on the certificate of authenticity you have. So I keep the two separate. So, I mean, that's, that's the fair. only way to yeah. that's the only way to prove that that's the only way to prove because every gold bar that comes out, every every gold bullion has a serial stamped on it. And it comes with certificates of authenticity. I mean, you can look that up. I mean, if you if you go to buy uh, actual gold bars, you know, one ounce gold bar, whatever it is, then you'll see all that stuff. You, you'll get all that information with it. So that's the only way that I would think that you'd be able to prove it. Uh, and then, of course, I mean, I don't know. I don't have any Swiss bank accounts. You know, I, I'm not that kind of person. But uh, their banking system down there, they don't really they have a they have a way of not keeping records. So, so it's it's going to be a little tough. Uh, but apparently, if someone's willing to leave one hundred ninety one thousand dollars worth of gold on a train, then they really don't have a whole lot to worry about. I don't think, especially if they haven't claimed it in you know almost a year so. So for for reference, one hundred ninety one thousand dollars worth of gold is about one hundred and ten ounces of oh, gold. I would take it. I'll, I'll take it. You know, I like I said, I you know, it's the funniest thing. I you know, I, Bruce, I actually had about that much, and then I like I said, I took that train ride. It just just disappeared. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking to get that back. Well, so if anybody knows about uh, about possibly contacting anybody that you know says that they found one hundred ninety one thousand dollars worth of gold, then I, I'm I'm looking. It just so happens, you know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Call up and see if right. that's yours. You know. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I could drive down and pick it up. You know, that's uh, yeah, that's, that's right. Literally, yeah, I could drive far. down and pick it up. Anyway, what else is in the news? What do, what do you got this morning? Let's see. Which one shall we go for? Uh, do we want to? How heavy do we want to get? Do we want to talk about how Rice Krispies are racist, or do we want to talk about North Korea bombing something? Uh, let's talk about North Korea, man. I'm tired of hearing about this all, all right. racist talk. I just want a day off from it. So right. So North Korea just admitted to bombing an 
inter-Korean liaison office building just north of the border. So this is technically their build, their own building. They they blew it up. This <laughs> was just to send a message or what? I, I think the well, there's a lot of saber rattling going on right now, and they're basically saying they're done with the North. You know, they're cutting ties. They're going to have military action again, or excuse me, they're done with the South. They're going to have military action against the South. You know, all this stuff. Uh, I'm not really sure exactly what the motive is here, other than the fact that Kim Jong-un could be dead and this is their war positioning to, you know, as a new leader is selected. There has been reports as well that some of the major um, uh, paintings that they had or or pictures of the grandfather and father uh, Mm -hmm. have both been taken down, which means there could be another painting uh, mural put up as well you know three murals instead of just the two well ha- which hold on, hold by on. their mm-hmm. I, i've mm-hmm. i've seen i've seen footage before of of the murals that are that are actually in north korea because of people that have had you know you, you've seen like the camera mm-hmm. footage and stuff that they sneak out of there and when they do documentary right. films and things like that you always see of course the father or excuse me the mm-hmm. founder uh, kim il-sung right that, that hit him mm-hmm. then you see of course kim jong-il Right, which was his son, and then of course mm-hmm. now you see uh, uh, Kim Jong Un. You see his photo up there. But I remember before he was before he came to power, when Kim Jong Il was still running the country. I remember seeing his sister, or excuse me, I remember seeing her, Kim Yo Jong, this guy's sister, the one they're talking about mm-hmm. now. I remember seeing her picture up there because she rose up through the ranks of the North Korean military. And so she mm-hmm. was revered back then as as someone that could be uh, possibly a, a successor at some point. I remember seeing her photo up there as well. So, well, see, the, the place I'm talking about, it's a little bit different. Um, this area, it's like the, the main monument. And I don't know if it's Pyongyang, if that's where this is at or where specifically. But this specific monument that they're talking about is only supposed to be for past leaders, right? And if they're taking down the two, right, the the grandfather and the father, if they're taking those two down and possibly putting a third one up, that means Kim Jong-un is dead. That's the only way that they're allowed to put up this new painting of him in this area, right? It's a a shrine Mm -hmm. for them, if you will. Mm -hmm. So if that is the case and they're taking the paintings down or pictures or whatever the heck it is and are putting a third one up, that means Kim Jong-un is dead and they're they're in the process of, of selecting someone else. Do you think he's dead? Like we're continue to see her being pushed. Do, do you think he's dead? So it, it's very possible. I, I don't necessarily think she's going to be the one to replace him. And the reason I say that is she's the propaganda minister more or less. Right. I think she's the one that's the fallback one. The people already know her. She's stepping up and and saying, we're going to start taking military action. She's going to be the one that, you know, the people would expect to, to kind of head that up, I think. I think mm-hmm. she's more of just like, a, hey, pay attention to me, look at me. And in the background, they're selecting someone else. You know, I, I kind of think that's what's going on here. I personally, I think he's dead. I think he's dead because you, you wouldn't just yeah. have her coming out like that. You, you just wouldn't have that. That's not the way that they do it. I think he's dead. Yeah. So uh, uh, that's kind of my feeling, too. Yeah, she's got to now make a statement. She has to make a statement. She has to do something. She's out the other day giving a speech, giving an address to 
how the South is going to be treated, you know, calling them mongrels and human scum and all that stuff. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what you'd expect from a dictator. Why would right. she give that speech? Why wouldn't he do it? Especially Supposedly if you're calling for military action. He He's the he's the uh, what are they what are they calling? They call him the um, the marshal or something like that. I don't know. They, what, whatever. They, they take these these titles. But he he's yeah. the marshal of the military, whatever. You know, he's he's the yeah, he's that. So uh, honestly, I think he's dead. I think he's dead. That's that's my take, because she's she's coming out. She's giving the speeches. She's saying that there's going to be military action taken. She's not in command of the military. Not anymore. She was a general, I believe, in in the military, the way that she came up through the ranks. I'm not sure of her exact title, but I do recall reading about her some years ago when I was looking into into that particular country. It's really hard to get accurate information on that country. It's it's fascinating. Just it I is. mean, it's, yeah. it's sad to see the people that are you know living under that horrible dictatorship. But at the same time, it's for somebody that studied totalitarian regimes throughout the world and throughout history. It's really unique to see something like that. And, and it's, it's still existing today. You know, that, that form. I mean, that's the highest form of Marxism is on the planet today of what you could consider to be Marxism is that. And Marx and Engels also have their photos, their portraits up in North Korea as well. Same thing with Chairman Mao. His photos up there as well. All the big leaders, right? Lenin's photos up there. So all these people are, are idolized there because they're they're part of the uh, the eternal struggle, right? The the eternal revolution. So that's that's the way that it is. But it's it's fascinating to try and and learn about that nation uh, and how their their um, their systems are. But it's um it's just hard to get accurate information. You really don't know because even even the media outlets here in the West they speculate on what goes on, right? They still think the kid's alive. I don't think he's alive. I think he's dead. So there was pictures that were recently released for some uh, economic meeting or something. Uh, that he was, uh, Kim Jong-un was at. So it could be old pictures. It could be recent. He could still be alive. He could be doing poorly. I, I honestly, it, it's difficult to say. So last topic here, right? Do you remember the 75-year-old dude in Buffalo that uh, that fell down, has a had, had a bleeding ear or whatever hmm. it was? Do you, do you remember that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, now, now, right, they're saying that he has a fractured skull and he can't walk. Mm. Okay, the Martin Gugino, whatever his name is, the 75 year old protester who was pushed by two Buffalo police police, or, yeah, police officers earlier this month has a fractured skull and is not able to walk. His lawyer said, I'm not at liberty to elaborate at this time other than to confirm that his skull was fractured while he's not able to walk yet. We were able to have a short conversation before you became too tired. He is appreciative of all the concern about him. But he's still focused on the issues rather than himself. See, he's he's more focused on mm. what the protests are about. See, he's mm-hmm. th- th- see, there's mm-hmm. bigger things out there, Bruce. There's more important things. See, like the, the protesters, they, they don't have time for a pandemic. Right. They don't they don't have time for that. There's more important things out there than a pandemic. Right. But see, mm. that's being thrown all back on us. Right. That's, that's being thrown back on us. The ones that are not out there burning the cities down. You know, not that I distrust this guy or anything, but uh, uh-huh. I, I would like to see the X-ray footage showing. That oh, no. See, that's, a, that, no, that's doctor patient skull. confidentiality. No, you can't you can't see that. Can't right. See that. Right. Of right. course. Of course. Yeah. My, my mistake. So 
Yeah, this is the guy. He says that uh, barring something unusual and foreseen, I don't expect much to change at all this week. That's a quote from his lawyer. Uh, he's uh, p- apparently he's focused on getting better and he remains in rehabilitation. This is the guy mm-hmm. that was he was shoved backwards during a protest against racism and police brutality on June 4th. Right. It's, uh, that's funny. You know, he's out there for a protest against racism and br- police brutality, and he mysteriously gets knocked over by a couple of police officers. And now he has a fractured skull and can't walk. Um, mm-hmm. the video shows the video of the incident shows that he fell to the sidewalk and then his head began bleeding and other officers walked by him. So these, uh, officers, they, they've each pled not guilty in second degree assault and they've been released on their own recognizance without bail. So were these officers fired? I know they were suspended for sure. I don't know if they were fired. I'm wanting to say they uh-huh. were fired immediately. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, but I could be the, mixing uh, it up. Yeah, okay. So the the video, we've watched that video. We've seen it several times. Governor Andrew Cuomo said it was wholly unjustified and utterly disgraceful. Gugino became the focus of a conspiracy theory pushed by one American Mm. news network and President Donald Trump. See how they loop him in there together. They put a news source in Uh there with him. Yeah, you see how Uh they do that. That suggested that the 75-year-old was an Antifa provocateur. He was. And that his serious injury could be a setup. It is. Like... I mean, sake. look, until until we see evidence that that proves the contrary. Yeah. 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 We're, we're going to believe it's it's fake. You guys have lied to us <laughs> right. for how long now? Uh huh. So anyway. All right. We are going to have to end. I do apologize. Uh, but we're at time here. So I will see you later on this afternoon. Bruce, thanks for sitting down this morning. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Please check us out later on this afternoon and I hope everyone has a great morning.